Hello, folks. Uh, welcome to the new episode of the Other Banana Podcast. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about a uh, 1991 Kannada language uh, comedy drama film, Gauri Ganesha, uh, directed by Funny Ramachandra. It stars Anant Nag, Vinaya Prasad, uh, Master Anand, and uh, others among others. Uh, we we wanted to talk about uh, uh, Kannada movies uh, much more than we have been doing so far. So we thought. uh we would pick a movie that's uh, generally regarded as one of the finest comedies in kannada cinema uh so that's that's why we we have take, chosen gauri ganesha today to talk about the movie we have a couple of new guests uh on the pod alok prasanna kumar is an advocate based in uh, bengaluru he writes uh regular columns for va- various uh news outlets uh most recently alok has written about the parallels between the movie kantara and the uh, struggle of the dongriya kant community to save the niyamagiri hills from a bauxite mine uh alok is also a co-host of the karatanda podcast uh hi alok welcome to the other banana hi guys hi ananta our second guest is a, a writer director Uh, and a theater artist whose path to cinema started with making uh, short films while studying to be a mechanical engineer he's been uh, assistant director um, in a couple of kannada movies and in 2016 uh, he made his debut as writer director uh, with the movie putta tirigi sinodi a welcome sunil welcome to the jada banana thank you anand thank you hi and also hello alok <laughs> so uh along with uh, alok and sunil we have um a pod regular ashoka hi ashoka hey man good to be back okay so uh, let's let's start uh, talking about uh, gauri ganesha so um let me go around asking what uh, your first impressions of uh, the movie are uh, movie where uh, alok uh, do you want to go first when did you watch the movie first uh what did you feel about it when you when you saw it um you know have you seen it recently you know how has it changed for you so i have a very distinct memory of watching this movie at the age of 6 or 7 uh in sampige theater of all places uh it was it released here and uh, somehow my parents and i think an aunt also thought it entirely appropriate to take me to watch this film about uh, sexual harassment at the workplace uh, about uh, non consensual sex um, and marriage for convenience because that was clearly the kind of topics or oh, not to mention large scale fraud uh, that was clear considered clearly the kind of child friendly content that kannada film was specializing in uh, i suppose at that age most of the movie went over my head i found the kid hilarious i found the antics funny but i think the larger point like went straight over my head um <clears throat> i rewatched it much in at different points of time in life and i think as a teenager and in college i rewatched it and i was like oh my god how did i miss all of this when i watched it as a kid and then i watched it as an adult a couple of other times and found different layers and levels to it uh one thing that sort of strikes me and even as i watch it i watched it recently for some reason the satire seems very fresh um except for like maybe a couple of kind of cringy moments and kind of cringy missteps which maybe had to do with like the circumstances and so on 
uh, the larger satire of the film works. And in the sense, it it feels like uh, some, somebody said this about the Hindi film Anand. Uh, it feels like a modern film. It 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 feels like a film that could have that isn't like hewing to some ancient idea of what a story should be or anything. Um, it feels like a modern film. It feels like something that uh, could be made today with a lot of with a few changes, of course, and maybe much much better production values. Uh, but uh, to me, the overall broader satirical themes of the film still strike because at the end of the day, this this film is a satire of society itself. The kind of power relations between uh, men and women and the way uh, like powerful people can also be exploited in ways. And I think it's a very interesting take on this idea of uh, how can people without power try and you know negotiate with people who have power. So I, I find, I mean, we haven't described the plot yet. So uh, generally the idea being that uh, this one con man convinces three different sets of people that he is raising their illegitimate or slash legitimate child uh, because all these three sets of people imagine, uh, okay, there are three sets of people. There are two uh, men who imagine they've slept with this woman and there is uh, an elder couple who believe their son was married to this woman. So these three sets of people believe the titular character Ganesha, uh, Lambodra is raising uh, their quote unquote child. And uh, the fun of the movie really starts when all three of them turn up on the same weekend insisting on meeting the child. So how this plays out, how this ends, the denouement—it's—it's it's a fantastic film. It's—it's it's still very fresh in my view, and uh, I sort of see it with different lens every time I watch it. You know, every four five year block that I uh, in my life that I ended up watching it. I, I watched it recently um, after we decided to you know speak about this movie. Actually, I watched uh, Ganesh Namadiva first, and then I, I I watched this one. Uh, I learned that. Uh, 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 the director has this, uh, you know, familiar set of uh, actors who acted in all the installments or most of the installments in in like revolving cast of door. I mean, characters. So, for, so for me, it was a it was so. Uh, I mean, watching a thirty year old film, you have to give the basic uh, allowance of you know uh, film being dated in some respects and whatnot, but. Even after all that, I think this film is a is a, is a actually a a very well told story. I agree with Alok uh, when he says that uh, the production values today might be different. But I think this I I, I somewhere get the feeling that this is a, this is a stage drama which which would I mean uh, which got adapted into a film or this film would work even better as a as a stage drama but i i really enjoyed the humor and i really thought uh, uh, you know uh, the actors carried the movie very very well and as for the uh, script is concerned and the story is concerned it is uh, you know uh, it resolves itself pretty well and i think uh, uh, the director has uh, taken care to you know not compromise himself at the last bit and he keeps the integrity of the characters uh, together. So those were my initial thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought, I thought uh, uh, he, he stuck. The director stuck to his uh, guns about you know keeping uh, the motivations of the uh, at least the lead character intact and uh, did not resort to uh, you know um, the the kind of 
changes in uh, mind or you know changes in viewpoint that sometimes happens at the climax of a movie i think i thought that was very fresh like i didn't i didn't quite agree with it when i saw it first uh, but i i actually did a rewatch again not not i mean both both the rewatch both the watches were just you know fairly recently but uh, just a few days later after the first watch when i watched saw it again i sort of uh, agreed uh with what the what the director had uh, depicted on screen uh sunil what what about you what did you think about the movie your initial thoughts like uh, alok mentioned uh, i i also the first memory of watching this film is from quite some time back although i didn't go to i didn't quite go to a theater this was watched on vhs like probably a year or two later um and yeah for most of us it is anand uh, because of he was our age quote unquote and uh, you know this especially since i was already doing theater it stuck there's always this oh i want to be like this kid kind of uh, sentiment so that is the primary uh, reaction that i had then uh, which is my god this kid is my age and he's like in a film and all of that and the rest of the film just sort of goes away of course all the slapstick to do with the food the eating the multiple meals and throwing up and you know the pretending the slow motion daddy um, run and all of that 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 was the uh, that was the uh, that was the attraction then back then but uh, uh, like like much like ashok i've watched it uh, a couple of times since and uh, you sort of pick on different uh, uh, things when you when you do that like uh, it's it's almost like a there's a newer orientation and you start spotting these other things and uh, it's quite hilarious that these were family watches back then uh, but maybe it's also like an interesting thing that uh, because it is uh, because it deals with like a moral subject and there is there is an element of right and wrong and all of that there's that discussion that is happening in the film uh, maybe it's interesting that kids get to got to watch it back then i don't know i don't know what kids are watching these days no uh, much like uh, alok's aunt i think my uncle took me to watch evil dead when i was like 6 or 7 so i think he thought it was very hilarious that he should subject it to that <laughs> till this till this date i am not watching horror movies because of the you no know, emotional scarring i got on that day <laughs> i sort of saw this movie like ashoka after watching ganesh and madhave because uh, on a conversation uh, between me sunil alok and a few others uh, on whatsapp i was told that there's there's a ganesha multiverse right um so what do you guys uh, i mean uh, alok do you want to shed some light into it because uh, most of our audience is not or like we this podcast is for introducing uh, regional language cinema south indian regional language cinema to you know audiences outside south india so um, do you want to talk about the uh, multiverse and then we'll move on to specifics about the movie yeah uh, so you've described a little bit of this in the past uh, in, in earlier in this uh, episode um, this funny ramchandra made a series of uh, films and uh, you had more or less the same characters uh with more or less the same names but very different themes very different uh, kinds and all set in bangalore of course uh, so you had uh, gauri ganesha which was set in uh, what is called uh, vathara which is something like a chawl but a little bit better than a chawl it's say one bedroom houses where sometimes whole families live but set in like a uh, this thing all of it owned by one terrible landlord who is an, who, uh, half of the place who is falling so uh, half of which is falling apart so Gauri Ganesha is more like a very 
typically shakespearean romantic comedy where there is a, there are two lovers they're trying to meet but something is keeping them apart and eventually they meet etc 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 it's a more simplistic straightforward romantic comedy ganeshana madhave you mean yeah ganesh sorry i'm sorry sorry ganeshana madhave aged yeah. very badly i don't know if sunil agrees with me but uh, ganeshana madhave is much much cringier than gauri ganesha uh, you have of course gauri ganesha which we are just uh, discussing right now uh then there's ganesha subramanya which is a very weird kind of film which is about two bachelors trying to keep their bachelorhood out of a sense of duty to their father uh while uh, being seduced all the time uh by attractive women uh you also have golmal radhakrishna which is a more body comedy as such uh about in- marital infidelity and so on uh and uh golmal radhakrishna is very much very very much an a film right i don't think my parents would have even thought of taking us there i think they probably got conned by the presence of the kid in gauri ganesh i think ha huh, there is a kid in this film how bad could it possibly be for kids uh and then i think the final and correct me if i'm wrong sunil the last one was ganeshana galate where lambodara makes a brief cameo all of these films are set in approximately the same social milieu uh, they kind of take different approaches to storytelling they have somewhat similar characters they but they have more or less the same main players and i think the three or four, four or five main players are kind of recurring about this is obviously anant nag who was i think at his the peak of his comedy powers in this time uh, you have ramesh bhat uh, more more often than not playing his sidekick in some sort except in say uh, gauri ganesha Uh, you had sihi kahi chandru uh, you had mukhyamantri chandru there are two chandrus uh, and both of whom are still popular in that way you had vinaya prasad uh, you had um, a bunch of other smaller characters who would kind of recur in different kind of roles so it's almost like this large theater troupe in some sense making this set of films uh, which feature characters with very similar names undergoing different kinds of things so it's a very different kind it's all of it is set in bangalore but it's a very different kind of multiverse all of which is like the uh, based on funny ramchandra's uh, work i mean all of which is uh, funny ramchandra's films so and they had the same sensibility even though they were telling different stories they had the same sensibility in a certain way and i don't know if this has been fully studied or fully examined in some ways but you you felt like you were watching different episodes of a long running uh, tv show but with very similar characters very similar actors and somewhat similar sensibility and that perhaps it was like perhaps what prompted my this was the multiverse kind of content rather than say was same character uh, occurring across multiple films uh, small uh, the theater the theater troupe uh, idea is is correct i think uh, and that, that's true of a lot of films uh, from that era in fact i i watched sp sangliana in a theater yesterday because we don't have enough propaganda in our lives but uh, you, you can see a lot of actors um, who are there in other films uh, and uh, sp sangliana had these random bunch of people who then become uh, the the main supporting character characters in cba shankar which is another shankar film that came after that so uh, in in this also the, they have this set of actors that they think of when they're writing itself not just ganesh and galate there was also uh this one uh, yarigo helbedi uh, with the oh one yes yes that one i forgot yes conning the women yes yeah. and then yes. there was hentik helbedi which is uh, it, it, there's that whole murder mystery which is phenomenal it's dinesh babu's uh, huh. murder mystery film which is so the way i see it is uh, all these actors they they uh, they their character sort of over time they got into this their over so 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 to, so to say has has this kind of archetype that they created for themselves with rajkumar it was this this man was a paragon of virtue so this 
you know is this greatest gold like literally bangar the manushya right like his biggest hit uh with uh, with with uh, vishnuvardhan for example it was sahasra simha it was he was an action film action film hero he was a macho man and he had that swagger and all of that um for me there's, there's I, i mean i have this kind of classification for every actor but uh for me anand nag and ambarish are very similar in the sense that they are the vulnerable sinners like they have they have the sins except uh, ambarish is probably modest about it but uh, Anantna plays this. He he has all the scenes. He he's he's, he's got gluttony. He's got greed. He's of course got lust. So which is why sexuality plays such a big role in all his films. There's that gaze that he has. There's this uh, very flirty slash pervy gaze that he has that that comes into every film of his. I um, I know exactly what face you're talking about. I don't have to see it. <laughs> I know it exactly in my head. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, So small change though I, I don't i don't quite think ganesh mandir is terrible there are there are horrible moments of course but that's a whole other discussion <laughs> like we'll, we'll stick to the ganesha for today yes, uh, yes but yeah so the ganesha multiverse for me uh, is not just about him playing ganesha or something it just happened that ganesha became like a um, you know something that that is there in the title uh, to just you know to, it's it's like the apu trilogy i mean <laughs> yeah sort of like you know there's the there's a ganesha element but there's all this the main elements are sexuality and the the difficulty in accepting that sexuality which again i want to i want to i i connect that to some of kashinath's films right the the difficulty with being a horny young person unemployed and single in bangalore uh, was what that was captured the loneliness i i i'm not saying that with any judgement uh, but it was it was about unemployed young men being you know lonely and horny and, and things like that uh, so there's that that's a huge part of it there's also the struggle to survive earning and and all of that but also scamming as a virtue you know there's this middle class cynicism about society if you watch that's other true. films if you watch like a shivraj kumar film a shankarnath film the, the people are still in the in the film the the makers and the audience are made to invest in the system is that uh, one day the cops will pick this guy up and he will go to jail or one day everything will fall in place but the ganesha multiverse is specifically you have to underline it for the continual cynicism is that this will not get better to survive you need to keep hustling and uh, so that that is the repeat pattern for me which is why uh, if we may jump ahead the end of this film is beware of lambodars so there are lambodar character references in other tv serials because one that paniram chandra himself made called uh, dandapindagalo about young unemployed men uh, they are scammed by an employment agent called lambodar so there is like a connect that they have and everybody is like oh there's a lambodar character here so uh, it, more than more than just the ganesha name and and the actors and all of that for me the themes are of this is about to survive you must bend the rules of it just just to just to add just to add to that uh, theme i think uh the, between the films that you have to take this moral of the story with you this this theme is like, this this story is the, the stories of all of these films is like the characters learn nothing much yeah they either succeed or they fail it's not like they learn the virtue or they learn to be better people or they grow as people it's just that either their scams work or they don't and everybody faces the consequences uh, but yeah i i actually i see that's a great part about the, the cynicism about the system and i think it's a late 80s early 90s kind of sense that uh, kind of uh, comes into the picture and if if you have to jump a lot further ahead uh, it it is also why perhaps kantara is quite different that way in terms of the approach to state but moving on no i mean uh, 
I agree with both of what you said, what Sunil and you said, but it, it actually works. I mean, in 2022, I'm watching this for the first time and I can, you know, relate it, relate to it much more than I would, you say, I mean, as Ananta was saying, we were doing a Samsaram or the Binsaram episode, like a couple of episodes back. If I watch that film today, I mean, there is no point of common reference, except for the fact that I lived in one of those times. Those were the old times. So it just functions to bring in nostalgia. Whereas, you know, uh, uh, Gauri Ganesha, if I watch today, I'm like, of course, yeah, you're going to get con. You're being stupid. So, uh, so, so there is that, you know, I can relate to the movie because it feels very contemporary. That, that, that amount of pessimism and cynicism in the system, it feels very contemporary even today. Rather than, you know, other old films that you see, you you are only you know moved by the nostalgia rather than anything else ashoka i i think it's also the fact that again making the samsaram and the minsaram reference i think it's also the fact that this movie is uh, at least the protagonists are in an age group that we identify with all four of us right and we are we are of similar ages i mean give or take a few years uh, but at least we would say like you know at least uh, very close to our ages so i think that also that also plays a role and uh, what is uh, again i have not seen the other movies i i saw ganesh and madhave and this is the second one that i saw i haven't seen the other movies but like i said this movie uh, i think it's fresh because um, it doesn't it's not very preachy and even even the even the uh, uh, the the lesson that is conveyed towards the end or in the end is not so much about you know uh, uh, lambodar changing himself which is what you would see in other movies and i think uh, uh, there's there's a tamil version of this movie as well right and i think ashoka you, yeah. You, the, yeah in the tamil version of the movie the tamil equivalent of lambodar actually ends up having a change of heart and then he goes and adopts that kid because he has had the change of heart and uh, and you know they kind of uh, deify the gauri character of uh, as as some kind of you know a paragon of suffering instead of calling her like unfortunate victim of circumstances which she which she actually is in the original they actually you know deify her because that is one sentiment right like the women women are god kind of goddesses kind of sentiment they appeal to that and then they all have a change of heart and then the movie ends which is which makes it much less of a movie right uh, rather than the original ones where you know nobody has any kind of you know they have a fear of getting caught they don't have any guilt towards the victim per se um, which is actually a cruel indictment of you know society but but somehow the film manages to make you know uh, you know not delve deep into the drama of it it just keeps the comic element and then moves on it it lets you process all the implication and then it just moves on in in a very light and you know uh, comedic fashion so that makes it much more worthier than the tamil remake right right so again it as you said dashaka it doesn't it doesn't pass judgment a lot it just moves on right so nothing more uh, nothing ex- exemplifies this more as that uh, friend character right um, that you see the gauri's friend who's who's 
more than willing to help gauri out by actually you know yeah. sleeping with her the the guy that uh, wants to exploit gauri and and <laughs> i mean interestingly uh, i actually wanted to bring that point out because uh, i the thing is i am not a native i'm i'm not a kannada speaker by any measure i i i i lived in bangalore only a few years now and i don't understand kannada that well so a lot of this movie i got in terms of context not so much from the lines that are spoken in the movie or you know the 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 yeah not from so much from the spoken like so i i, I the last few days i've i've seen this discourse around this uh, uh tv series or uh, ott movie called monica my darling where you know the main protagonist is a, a christian catholic catholic christian who's 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 apparently shown to be uh, uh, very sexual on screen and like she's uh, this this lady gauri's friend is sort of the similar thing right i mean and there's no judgment passed and which, which is very fresh to me and even for those types or maybe we were like that before and you know we as i said we've become a little bit more prudish these days what do you guys think about that part no before that uh, i just want to know what ha- happened to her i mean at the end of the movie i was like bring her back i want to know her arc unfortunately the movie just cuts her off after the flashback she dies no she has a cardiac problem that no no no, no 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 this is, is chanchala this is chanchala her friend who oh, the uh, friend, oh the friend was fabulous oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, but that's also a pani ramchandra uh, this thing huh? it's like very matter of fact depiction of desire of multiple things like even in ganeshana madhve uh ramesh but just goes and bo- casually buys this bottle of gin and sort of like prays to it saying that it's god or something so in this uh, the friends is like the friend the friends the line is uh, uh that, that was fun i also got paid like just and it's so matter of factly presented there is no uh, depicting her as a vamp for you know that, that there's like a loose woman nothing of that sort it's just i needed to do something to get my job done um I, I, that's but that's the theme like so uh, everybody is doing is constantly doing that right like they keep doing things to make things work for themselves even the even the man who uh, the chandramouli the man who uh, decides to support uh, this character this girl gauri for her heart surgery um, is actually being very opportunistic and exploitative but even that is just like listen i just need to play this play, uh, this drama for my parents to think that i'm married uh, and uh, there's just it's just an expression of i need to get this done to survive uh, there's that pattern they're repeating in in more in actually across uh, pani ramchandra's work you can see that kind of thing also it is the same with everything whether it is although he himself is uh, probably a brahmin Uh, when it when it is uh, depicting something that is like you know eating meat or liking alcohol in, in ganeshan madhve ramesh bhat's character's name is shastri and he's called setting shastri or something because like he drinks if you buy him a drink he set you up with something so this <laughs> there's there's that uh, thing of ha huh, people are just like this yeah and and i but but i, but I sort of say this i think maybe pani ramchandra did not perhaps intend for chanchala's character to be so interesting and fascinating 30 years later yeah he sort of i uh, i mean if you sort of see the larger kind of satire and keeping in the context of the film as well uh, it seems like what is this woman who doesn't care about who she sleeps with who she drinks uh, and which is where her story sort of falls off short right because that's that's the kind of where her story ends is that uh this guy uh ramesh bhat's character gets drunk and sleeps with her without her consent in the room and she wakes up and realizes what has happened and she 
quietly disappears from the storyline so he doesn't give her doesn't give her story the complete closure or what happens eventually and uh, all of that so i mean there is one kind of uh, in, in in a in a moment of like idle fantasy i was like what if maybe uh, chanchala actually got pregnant by that gave away a child for adoption adoption and that child grew up to be ganesh i mean like that would have supported the entire story much more but i don't suppose was where he wanted to go but <clears throat> she's an interestingly modern character that way and she is it, it it's part of the larger you know uh, theme of the film which is that people do what they need to do to survive and people kind of uh, and we'll probably come to this before i jump to the, uh, any other points that you want to discuss it's it also is like the larger slight conservatism in this uh, kind of satire about the kind of values the kind of moral authority uh, which has kind of dissipated from the world and we as the audience are cheering for uh, lambodara to con the bigger con people con artists in the whole thing but 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 at, at the same time right uh, uh, i think i think one that chanchala is very interesting but uh, i don't think i th- i think it's actually good that we don't see uh, much of her after that because i i don't know how uh, uh, they would have taken that arc forward without like there's there's no way they they could have taken that arc forward without being sort of judgmental because already they've shown her she's actually the one that no, sleeps they, with two they could have they could have actually they could have actually just shown her as someone who tells the story or points lambodar uh, to the director or what not instead what uh, funny ramchandra does is he inserts himself into the story that's another motive of his right yeah, like yeah he that appear, does that yes yeah he yes. will do some meta fourth wall breaking thing of you know <laughs> inserting himself into the story and moving the story forward yeah but with regards to these characters who just come in and go it's that's a literature style like isn't it it's because it's uh, the gauri has written it in a diary uh, that sentiment of other people have vibrant lives that we are not privy to i actually like that style that sometimes characters come in and go and they're just they're like what else is happening in this person's life because they're very interesting but the film doesn't actually go there because film is at the end of the day it's a very one dimensional medium like whatever you're seeing is the story if you're not seeing it there's no story there but um here with chanchala there's that hint of oh there's something else happening like i am curious of that vishwanath that photographer who goes off to bombay for example just a casual throw away character that's there right and uh, all these kids that uh, anantna keeps employing to scam his landlord the other people about the poverty and all of that there's so much happening there just random people who come in and out of his life they've got so much going on uh so in in that sense uh if if chanchala's character that's the thing i i think it's one of those i know somebody like this and uh, i don't know this is this is purely uh, conjecture but i i get the feeling that it's in at, at the writing level it's something like you know there are people who do this there are women who do this there are men who do that and they will just show this glimpse of such a character in the film they themselves aren't invested in the character as much or they don't want to be but that that's how that that character comes in place and that's why you won't see much more of it in ganeshana madhave there is anjali uh, every every film in yargo everybody there's that whole watara of women who anta uh, cons into buying him a house which is again like a hilarious thing but you, there's that whole world everyone's everyone has their own storyline going on but the director is like this is what i am showing and then yeah the paniran chandra coming in and and saying only i know this story is a yeah that's a motive that he has that he was very fond of 
and and let's not forget that one of the characters in the film is ashoka or rather the ashoka hotel uh in <laughs> i don't know I, I, i've been i've been like sort of waiting 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 to bring that up but uh, it's 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 interesting like the kind of the impetus for the story to go forward come from the fact and it's it's an iconic bangalore uh feature right it's 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 now called the lalita shok and all of that but uh, for bangaloreans of a certain age is ashoka hotel right uh, yes. and uh, it's it's not very far from where sunil and i live in this part of town um, and it it enjoyed a certain kind of cachet in those years now bangalore has like a five star uh, every five uh, feet it's it's not even the biggest five star in that area anymore uh but uh, like i suppose with uh, pushpaka uh, uh, in kannada we were new it as pushpaka vimana in tamil it was probably pushpak winsome manor hotel or it was not named winsome manor and this plays an important role whereas here it's very clearly obviously identified as ashoka hotel and ashoka hotel was like this cool place where all the rich people go and stay there and which is obviously also why all the three main uh, ca- uh, characters choose to stay there because this is the only place which has a certain standards for us to be able to uh stay here um and the fact that they're all given three rooms in the same uh floor and all, it, it it plays a role in the, all of this uh, exercise so uh and it, it, it a movie like this can also be a bit of a nostalgia trip for bangaloreans like me because one we get to see the old horrid hl airport just before the climax um you get to see a lot of bangalore of a certain age and obviously we're never going to find that bangalore again that bangalore has long ceased existing but it's kind of fun to generally rest your eyes on the uh, bangalore of old and try to remember how it was like how it felt like and how it smelled like uh, before it became bengaluru as you know it today that is absolutely true it's uh, i had a classmate in school whose father was a chef at a hotel so it was like a big deal to know that oh my god this person works there and he's like a five star hotel chef and stuff but the hilarious part of the film is that they all eat south indian thalis in steel tatte that was <laughs> I, i that was something that i caught back then i still caught it now is that why would you be in a five star hotel eat south indian food in a steel plate in that context sunil realized all the three of them one is coming from washington dc one is coming from calcutta and the other is coming from amritsar all of whom are probably dying for like a nice proper <laughs> south indian thali from a th- steel plate and yeah <laughs> in a five star hotel in a five star hotel listen i have traveled enough with my parents to know that this craving is real <laughs> and the other thing is the other thing is most of these uh, i mean maybe maybe it's 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 a feature of the 2020s but or even now the older hotels this is this is very common the i at least now i see that when i go to these older hotels it's fairly common to see this full meals in a steel plate is still there it's only the 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 high floating uh, smaller restaurants or you know the uh, the themed uh, continental themed ones that say serve continental cuisine that have moved away from the steel plates but I, like as you as alok was saying these guys have come from somewhere and you know they're probably dying to have a south indian thali and i i think i i, I didn't see that as odd at all um so i also want to move more along a little bit right so um i know we've talked about uh, uh what's uh, some of the characters that we 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 loved in the movie i i think we've talked about it but again uh, specifically is there any other character uh, in the movie that we have not talked about that you know you know appeal to you 
it's it's less to do with the character and more to do with the script the nature of script in itself i i see uh, uh, if you if you take confidence men or like con men they are closely related to magicians than to gamblers right like which means uh, they don't have to rely on chance their plans have to work <laughs> otherwise the downside is too high for them if they get caught but you know uh, i don't know if they thought this through at least uh, when they were writing it but uh, most of lambother's uh, scams depend uh, very largely on the circumstances right from the auto scam till you know uh, uh, till the photo uh, i mean him going into the studio getting the uh, camera and the ticket and then he just comes out and he meets the guy right and that's very fortuitous for him like lambother seems to be a very lucky guy in his in all his endeavors but what they should have shown or what i think they should have shown is that he is a very intelligent guy who kind of you know uh, molds the circumstances around him to his advantage so that you know lessens the con man aspect of his character if you actually think about it so so this is where i draw the comparison between lambother and uh, saul goodman uh, for those of you who have seen breaking bad and better call saul the character of jimmy mcgill saul goodman and his various aliases uh with saul goodman and this is what the show does brilliantly uh he is also a con man but his cons are meticulously plotted out and the show takes great delight in showing obviously different media and we shouldn't make such easy comparisons but one obvious difference what you just pointed out ashoka occurred to me is that with better call saul it's 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 a smooth talking uh very witty very clever very fast on his feet kind of person but whereas lambother's cons are on the spot takes advantage of a situation moves on with it uh saul goodman meticulously plans this out you know puts uh, f- figures out where he wants to go with it and what he wants to do with it what he wants to achieve and when it all comes together it it's it's so satisfyingly good that's the difference but i also sort of want to point out one thing about the way in which <clears throat> this film sets up a lot of uh, his cons and his, a lot of his cons kind of exploit people's own weaknesses uh, and he says and this this is sort of said in in the climax right i'm, I'm not sort of major spoiler but you sort of in, as you watch the film you sort of realize this he kind of exploits weakness and weakness is not in the sense of uh, personal failings but moral failings right in terms of either it is greed either it is lust either it is well lust in a lot of cases uh, or it is pride it is some sin you know like the christian conception of uh, sin some sin that makes you feel uh, guilt makes you feel ashamed of and you would rather hide it you would rather not want to talk about it and what lambother does is to be able to exactly find that thing right he, he find exactly find what is your quote unquote weakness and exploit that and it's 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 not in the sense of like none, none of lambother's victims are socially or economically lower down on him on the ladder in any way right uh, everyone is richer more powerful more socially better connected and in a sense that is what makes him feel that connect to gauri he's like i am an orphan i have an orphan in this world i don't have anybody 
and she is an orphan and she was so terribly exploited about this now i should turn the tables on them and he doesn't do this out of a righteous sense of justice because he's doing it for himself and he's kind of exploiting this kind of moral uh, failings and this is where i i, I can already see uh, sunil pulling out a, a slipper to throw in my direction from all the way across from malleshwaram i'm going to refer to my favorite cultural theorist dr nagraj who has written about uh, gauri ganesha <laughs> you're making you're going to make me sound like i have a problem with dr nagraj they are going to No, no, no. Of course not. You have a problem with me invoking him all the time. But no, there's this fascinating essay. It's a long essay on Kannada cinema. Uh, those of you who are like uh, in in, uh, in interested in reading essays on cultural theory should definitely pick up D. R. Nagraj's book, Listening to the Loom. It's a fantastic collection of essays. There's one essay where he compares several films, both in Kannada and in other languages, uh, and which which is it sort of shows you the depth of this man's knowledge and the depth of his analysis. uh he talks about the collapse of moral authority and his point is that satire is great but the satire of the kind that you find in gauri ganesha is inherently conservative it is kind of commenting the larger collapse of moral authority where you don't have where people have kind of abandoned their moral goals their moral uh centers in favor of running after whatever they want to whatever they like and whatever they get and you find this this is true across all characters except gauri gauri is like the one moral core in this film who all never compromises who kind of always sticks by her principles and who's even in very difficult circumstances so his point is not that difficult circumstances make you a bad person or anything he is sort of talk what uh, pani ramchandra sort of seems to be saying according to dr nagraj at least is that society as a whole seems to have lost this kind of moral uh, moral authority that there is this collapse of moral authority where somebody is saying this is the right thing or this is the wrong thing everyone has been sort of left to do what they feel like and this has allowed space for this kind of behavior which of course we all watch we all enjoy we all find hideously funny but the larger point being this is collapse of moral authority is what he is talking about so i think that that's the kind of larger theme that this film is talking about but for everybody else who wants a better explanation of this please read dr nagaraj's listening to the loop no i mean what you say is quite interesting uh, just let me put one point there and because why gauri is so uncompromising she sticks out like a sore thumb in this exactly. universe right and that's why i mean she's one person like very paradoxically you would wish was not in the movie because everybody else is fun if you are not, not concentrating on what the context is she would look like i mean she's the too stuck up conservative lady who's not amongst all these sinners constantly sinning i mean against each other and and that paradoxically makes her the you know the sore thumb of the movie which it should not uh, and i mean i don't know if it's the quirk of how the movie is set up or what not but <laughs> it's funny it works that way would you say that she's uh, i mean she does she does have a moral standing but uh, i i don't know if her uh, character is depicted in as much detail because apart from the thing with the the boss the uh, the, as, the with regards to the boss and him trying to exploit her there she is quite comfortable with letting her friend take the you know that swap in for her 
with the with chandramouli she is happy to pretend to be his wife not happy but she is okay she is reluctantly agreeing because she needs to survive so uh, she's, she there is also sin there but it's contextual it is for survival she keeps need to doing she needs to keep doing this but of course uh, she stands out also because she's dead right at the beginning of the film and uh, basically everyone has failed her and I, I when i was watching aruvi i was reminded of gauri ganesha because uh, aruvi the the titular character was very similar to this this sort of very innocent person who in fact like a little to like the 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 end uh, depiction in aruvi was that of complete moral cleanness uh, but but this one person who's been taken advantage of or has been ostracized for different reasons um, and uh, in in that film of course the the, the protagonist is arvi herself here it is we are sort of gauri is this uh, stick that lambodar uses to beat the others with and sort of exploit and uh, take advantage for his own this thing would you say that she, there's enough are we seeing enough gauri at all i think in that for me the, this is why i would i sort of uh, i disagree with alok about the ganeshan madhave sentiment is because the depiction of women in ganeshan madhave while difficult uh, there's so many more women there there's so many women talking about each other and their lives but here it's all men and it's all about this progeny this uh, ganesha uh, character so we barely see enough even vinaya prasad who had phenomenal chemistry with uh, anantnag and therefore you know like they were a pairing that I, i don't know i i don't quite remember how many films they did together but they were in many films at the same time and the frame lights up when the two of them are there together um and, and it's true in this one when she's nurse and uh, she's pleading with him to not call her sister which is very sweet but uh, you know there are lots of these moments that uh, we don't see enough of the women at all it's completely about lambodar and his exploits especially vinaya prasad this movie i think criminally less suffer that is true. yeah yeah she's wasted yeah for for a comic actress of her talents you're absolutely right uh, and even even like the small moments they give she shines through right uh, she shines through even the in those moments where uh, she's like uh, basically <laughs> fighting with them saying who is gay who is lambodra who is ganesha what are you talking about and everyone is losing their minds yeah, yeah. Uh, to, but but to the, to come back a little bit to gauri we do get a little bit of her story we do get a little bit of like her background as to her difficult childhood her evil stepmother which is such a cliche but like uh, and i suppose in some sense she is a little bit of a fleshed out character in that sense of having like the strong moral core and compass and being forced to constantly figure out ways to compromise uh like and of course her compromise is like putting it on someone else right uh to sort of have to have this support and for me it was very interesting i didn't i don't know if this concept still exists but the working women's hostel the idea of a working women's hostel i don't know if it's still around though or maybe i'm just that it's called pg it's, it's called, called pg uh, these days it's called a pg these days of course uh, but there right you you sort of see that uh, chanchala is the one who sees her shivering in the rain chanchala is the one who brings her in chanchala is the one who finds a job for her chanchala is the one who relentlessly stands up for her chanchala takes bullets for her almost almost literally um and she she still seems a little bit of a passive character that way i agree that that she seems like a passive character who doesn't really drive the story forward um uh, and is 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 someone to whom things happen so yeah I, in into that extent yes the women in uh, ganeshana madhave show a lot more agency show a lot more uh, uh, activity on that uh, front the 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 other interesting thing that for for me about this movie was how gauri's story is communicated to us 
is this something that is uh, again i have to go go see the other versions of the movie to see how this plays out but it was fairly interesting as a as a plot oh, in tamil or, they have copied the same same to same like in a like a song depicting her life kind of that that was very interesting for me because uh, again it communicated everything that's happening but uh, uh, through that medium it was it was interesting so any anything anything about that uh, guys alok uh, sunil it, it it's interesting because i i just immediately thought of the opening song from ganeshana madhuve uh, which kind of sets the context through song it's a very interesting choice of using songs to tell the story uh, which um i i think it was kind of different correct me if i'm wrong sunil i don't i can't recall too many other films outside of pani ramchandra films where the context or part of the story is moved forward through the song as opposed to the story stopping and i mean that is also there in these films right there are kind of kind of pointless uh, songs otherwise also but in the way in which like the songs move the story forward a little bit or at least set the context for the whole uh, film i thought pani ramchandra does an in couple of in, in interesting things with these songs which i don't recall uh, seeing with uh, other uh, films uh, but or, or maybe i'm forgetting them yeah I, the the style of using montage but in a very indian way which is because there is a narrator there yes uh, generally montages yeah. don't have narrators but uh, the having this narrator in in ganeshan madhave it is a uh, dharani mandala madhya jolage that that you know that that uh, they using that tune and that that uh, cadence to narrate the story of this vathara in this uh, in ganesha in gauri ganesha it is that nimma magu nagutiruva that montage uh, growth song of that kid growing up and he is conning them through the years and through the months that they're showing that uh, this was a style that a lot of people had uh, in in nodi swami navrudhige which nodi swami navrudhige is my dr nagraj it's it's a film that i keep bringing up everywhere oh yes uh, <laughs> and in that there is a there is a montage sequence showing this marriage falling apart or rather it becoming more and more difficult so uh, they, it was a style that was employed earlier but like you said now it is everything comes to a halt and there's just a slow motion montage song that has absolutely no information for anybody who is watching because there's no like there's no story progression there's no character development and there or there's, there's not even there's no even character enumeration there's no okay this person is like this even that isn't there anymore it's just a oh this person is jumping and there's a slow motion shot of somebody jumping uh, but but this uh, there's i think there's like a probably like a harikate or a, you know the the uh, traditional nare oral uh, narration uh, performance styles that are there i think this is kind of like a derivative of that of the one person narrating what is happening and then the visuals are sort of playing out in front of you uh but then again i i don't know if it was like a very thought out stylistic choice or a gimmick choice because you know like if if you i i know the other banana has featured uh, michael madana kamaraj and it starts with that whole bioscope thing right with this yeah. thing so like people use directors have had this kind of hey look, let me use this kind of stylistic choice to show something so that that MMKR Michael Mandana Kamrajan was exactly the movie I was going to refer to uh, uh, once you you made your point Sunil good that you brought it up so the reason why uh, this seemed unique for me is because of a few things right so um, like typically such songs uh, where you see a montage char, uh, sh- uh, like a, it's a montage song right typically the movies that i have seen uh, where this happens is someone is the, uh, the protagonist is going through a a uh, life changing situation like he there's growth 
for the protagonist for example you see that uh, in anamalai right which is which is one of rajini's big rajinikanth's big biggest hits right you see and that that song is spoken about as uh, you know like it shows him growing from you know being a, a, a lowly milkman to a big businessman right because someone has challenged him and and as you said that that uh, uh, in anamalai it comes in the middle of the movie where it shows the lead character progressing in life and becoming something quite dif- quite else and and as you said mm care is it is there to set the mood and the uh, you know set the context for what comes in the rest of the movie but here it 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 seemed quite different and that's why it, it talks about someone else that we have not known so far and yet that's how that's where the movie is going to go i mean the, that's where the story is going to develop it going doesn't forward. talk about someone we don't know it talks about someone who doesn't exist there is true no true Zanita. exactly 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 true 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 yeah so there is also uh, something that that's really really stands out in in films of that era completely uh, and quite unlike mmkr because in mmkr mmkr the plot starts in the first 20 minutes or 15 minutes in this you don't meet ganesha for 1 hour 10 minutes or something like that uh, it's just character establishment character and world building and uh, i i that is something that i miss truly in today's film is that whole world building thing because people are uh, in a hurry to get to the drama both the makers and the audience they want to get to the point get to the plot that much quicker but uh, that that montage of that whole ganesha thing works because you have already spent 45 minutes looking at who this ganesha uh, this lambodar is this character of this you know con man who's doing this is like a low level not not a low level quite a high level extortion racket that he's running despite the other people being uh, quite criminally <laughs> involved what he's doing is still extortion and uh, that works because of that first setup that has happened without that i doubt uh, such a sequence you you won't be invested in watching uh, this this his the, his modus operandi uh, depicted like that i think yeah and and then there is also that little bit when that uh, uh, when uh, musrik musri's character i think it was right not musri's uh, one guy says but what happens if your plot fails but what happens if you say like oh i just forget about it move on just stop just let me get on it is this like almost somebody is like saying to us okay okay we'll get on with the story now we finally got into the point where the story will start moving forward so yeah that, that is an interesting uh so what i was found like consistently amazing through the movie is that you know characters are the the world that he has built funny ramchandra has built is so amazingly consistent now the in the in the in the people that he chooses to focus uh, there is a house owner uh, who's very strict on you know getting rent and he only cares about money but he is prone to show mercy because he doesn't want to be seen as a person or, or uh, as a person without heart right i mean that's the only yes. time he refuses money yes. right and there are three people who want to raise a child not because they want to uh, one guy is doing it because he doesn't have a male uh, uh, child and uh, this is a way of him getting a free male, male child who who somebody else is taking care of one guy uh, you know uh, faced with the mortality he wants some his genes to be propagated and that's why he's he wants to invest in this child and one set of parents who have actually or unwittingly contributed to their child's death by calling him quickly from his uh, wedding they now want to you know uh, 
want a continuation or an heir to their business so all of them have like you know uh, very selfish motives in what they do and therefore that's why i think the climax works because everything is so consistently laid out and and it's also about like in a sense all of them know that they've done wrong they don't face any consequences for it but even the fact that they are not face any consequences for that kind of you know brings the little bit of fear in them that they will be exposed which is why that that uh, dinuma works uh, so well that uh, he's like oh you I, I, like you know after they sort of go around telling him all of his misdeeds and all of his sins he said fine now let's start with you guys it's it's brilliant it's it's in the sense of kind of exposing the hypocrisies of which our society tolerates uh, the kind of uh, uh you know the kind of moral failings that are quietly brushed under because there's no one to hold you accountable and the fact that these people feel that so what if i did that right how dare you con me about it and he turns it right back on them he says i just yeah. pulled a con on you you're the bigger criminals here <laughs> no no they are so his his whole reasoning is yes surely i'll be caught but they will ask me why i chose you three right then i'll have to explain yes and my explanation won't be that favorable so that's amazing really. yeah it is it is it is quite amazing that way so um i think think we've we've talked a lot about uh, you know what we liked about the movie and what worked for us um is there anything that each of you want to uh, talk about what didn't work yeah i think something that we touched upon earlier is that uh, more uh, vinaya prasad time and just in general Uh, the vibrance that the women brought in the other films in ganesh namadre in hentigad bedi in yarigonad bedi that is kind of the missing element this was a bit of a more macho i mean macho is a <laughs> uh, in quotes but the, uh, it would have been nicer to especially it's not forget the forget the rest of the film forget the comedy forget the scamming and all of that but uh, even as a as an old school film uh, fan the kind of romance and the kind of the chemistry the romantic chemistry that vinaya prasad and anantna had or even just when when they when they're bantering with each other uh, I, that's that kind of stuff it's it's unfortunate that that was missing i i i think uh, in general the lot of the depiction about drinking about sex is de- is slightly dated and paniran chandra does this like uh, the ma- most egregious thing in ganesh namadwe was Depicting, the, depicting this film director as this very lascivious and horrible person uh, forever changing the reputation of film directors in the eyes of the Kannada audience uh, i can see why <laughs> no i can see why you're upset about it <laughs> <laughs> so even in this there, there are some things while despite all the uh, uh, matter of factness about sinning there is the way smoking is talked about or the way drinking is talked about and things like that is um, slightly dated uh, for now but still again in the context when you watch it in the context of things and you know there is that suspension of disbelief is like i will believe what the maker is telling me when you when you tell that to yourself for the most part you can skim past all of this uh the dialogue i again like the the some of the public service announcement kind of dialogues I, like you know the concluding it for the audience you know what i'm going to do is a b c d explaining it to the audience and things like that uh today they, they would perhaps be handled differently but honestly when you are watching this i i don't think it it makes that much of a i don't think it's that much of a problem um apart from whatever sunil also just said 
there are a few sequences which maybe now in hindsight feel self indulgent especially when he makes uh, the kid master anand uh, do i mean apparently in the story is that they basically hired this kid on the spot because of his impressions right his eerily accurate brilliant impressions of rajkumar ambrish and everyone uh, but i thought that was a little bit over indulgent there are parts which you could have cut out i think and i think maybe that could have kind of fed to the moved the story along faster rather than tell us how smart and how clever this kid is and maybe this is all vague resentment that wow how is this seven year old kid so smart and i as a seven year old was watching this was like so dumb so <laughs> but even even apart from that there are some parts of it which kind of feel self indulgent which maybe with like a better better editor or somebody would have cut out few parts of it but yeah beyond beyond that and in addition to what sunil sort of said uh, i think it's a perfectly fine film the editor was suresh charas alok uh, oh fyi <laughs> so, oh oops <laughs> could have had a better editor at that point of time <laughs> fair enough <laughs> i kind of give it concession because it was made in 1991 so i am i am ready for everything i am ready for any kind of atrocious depiction of any kind of characters because we have seen a lot of movies in the 90s so considering all that i think this is this is just a fine movie man this is this is okay <laughs> i mean I, all my all my you know uh, the discomforts are just me sitting in 2022 and judging it with a 2022 lens other than that i don't have you know this this movie just entertained me start to finish the, for me the only thing that uh, didn't sit well is the sort of breaking the fourth wall at the end right at the end i thought there were better ways of uh, uh, giving us that message so and uh, uh, i think i think that's the one thing that didn't sit he, well he breaks me. the fourth wall in the first scene also right like he says yeah, true 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 he quite does that he does that across the film quite consistently across the film yeah, yeah. so because there's quite a bit of other things going around i it didn't uh, strike me as as egregiously bad as the last sequence right so that's that's the one thing and and that's the literally the last thing that you come out of so that stuck that has that has been sitting at the back of my mind like you know like a itch that last breaking the wall i the there could have been better ways of doing it although otherwise as you as ashoka is saying this is a movie made in that time and i'm willing to uh indulge in a bunch of those things so that that's fine otherwise otherwise this movie worked very well for me it's a funny movie i have to just just to remember also vaishali uh, kasroli uh, simply because again she's another one of those uh, constants in the ganesha multiverse and her exuberance of explaining everything that chandramuni maga chandramuni is like a very famous line uh, <laughs> yes remembering her that's what <laughs> she is the enthusiastic kapil dev fan no in the ganeshana madhavan yes 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 the very same yeah yeah very okay so uh, before before we end the pod sunil i just wanted to ask you so what are you, what are you up to these days I've been uh, this year had uh, I had two plays that I was working on I was acting in one I wrote and directed another one so now I'm finally getting back to film after a while so um, about to start work on a feature which I'm trying to make a romantic comedy which uh, both of which seem to be missing in my life so let's let me see if that helps in bringing it out on screen uh, all the best for that all the best for that Suril okay that's that's our episode uh, on uh, Gauri Ganesha 
thanks to uh, alok and uh, uh, sunil for uh, making it on the pod and you know uh, giving us your insights about this movie uh, thanks alok thanks thanks ananta thanks uh, ashoka and always a pleasure thank sir you. sir to be on the podcast with you thank yeah, you sunil thank you sir yeah thank you thank you thank you ananta thank you so much for being here my pleasure my pleasure thank you so much guys thanks uh, all of you for listening to this uh, episode on uh, uh, gauri ganesha we'll be back soon with an- another episode of the other banana podcast keep listening thank you hey folks this is deepak aka complicatwa on twitter and i wanted to personally thank you for listening to our latest episode if you like what you heard please subscribe to the other banana on apple google spotify amazon or any of the other platforms where you listen to podcasts please do leave us a review and a rating as it helps us drive visibility for our work you can also view the team's writing or provide us feedback on our content at tobpod.com we look forward to hearing from our listeners soon thank you